Welcome to the Main Event Sports Show with your host, Haven Harrington, Rashawn Myers, produced by Jay Hare. The Main Event Sports Show is brought to you by Verizon Wireless, Lavish Life Hair Boutique, The Peer Group, and Future Promotions. You can listen to the Main Event Sports Show every Saturday from 6 to 7 p.m. on 104.7 FM, WLOU. You can also catch past episodes of the Main Event Sports Show on Stitcher.com. Just search Main Event Sports Radio. You can catch us on Twitter at MeSports. You can catch us on Facebook at Main Event Sports Radio. You can also catch us on the Internet at MainEventSports101.com. And don't forget, you can take the Main Event Sports Show with you wherever you go by downloading the Main Event Sports app. Just go to your favorite Play Store or App Store and search with the keywords Main Event Sports Radio. It's now time. For the main event. So you think you're bad with your rap? Well, I'll tell you, Pilgrim, I started the crap. When you were in diapers and wetting the sheets, I was at the Ponderosa rapping to the beat. Da ha, da ha. Sure, I rustled some cattle and tended the sheep, but my main concern was rapping to the beat. I don't bother nobody. I'm a real nice guy. This is Clock is now time for your number one sports show, main event. Your host, Haven Harrington, Rashawn Myers, and them guys. You guys are all over football. All over football. Like a cheap suit, baby. I hear you, Dave. I hear you. What's up, guys? How you guys doing? Da ha da ha! I never thought the hip hop could take it this far. All right, shout out. All right, man. You know, I like that. That was old school. You know what? That's that's my first twelve inch. Twelve inch, really? Rapping Duke, rapping Duke. My first. Tom Brown is the artist. (laughs) Very nice, very nice. But you know what? Welcome into the main event sports show on this beautiful Saturday afternoon in the Ville Haven. Jay has. What a week it has been. The University of Louisville basking in the glow of a beatdown of FSU, Florida State. Man, a beatdown. And the revolution was televised. You know, a beatdown of epic proportions. And not only was the beatdown epic proportions, you know, the ramifications of that win are still reverberating throughout college football. Three weeks into the season, the University of Louisville goes from Number 23 in one poll, number 19 in the other poll, into the top five. The number, number three. three. Number three in one poll, number four, four in the other coaches. ones. Yeah. It's just, it's just amazing. And not, not only is, is that amazing, but now, and this is about like, like what being an ACC can do for you. Because now, all of a sudden, it's not, well, if Louisville makes the playoffs. So now, Louisville's actually being seen as one of the favorite teams to make the playoff. I'm, I imagine if we beat Clemson, then, you know, a lot of your pronosticators will put us into the playoff. Well, what's un- unbelievable? This is crazy. Well, what's, what's unbelievable about this game, Haven, is that literally Louisville went from a team that was considered to be maybe a, a, a fringe favorite or a dark horse favorite for the playoff to a team that, like you said, is a favorite. But now they are so much of a favorite, and that beatdown of FSU was so – you know, big that now Louisville can actually literally lose this game next week and they'll still have a shot, which I never thought would be possible. And I think that that 
change in perception is something that has been none short of amazing. And, you know, the, the ascension of Lamar Jackson and, and just the, the, this team finally starts. And I wrote about, uh, I wrote an article, I posted it today on uh, maineventsports101.com. I wrote an article about the change in mentality and how when Bobby Petrino was here the first time around, that swag that that team played with, that, that confidence and that belief and everything they did to where they came out against every opponent and there was no thought of losing a game. It was always, we're going to come out here, we're the better team, and we're going to take care of our business. Even when they didn't win, it wasn't for lack of effort and it wasn't for lack of belief that they could do it. And this is the first time this year that I've seen that same confidence, that same maturity, and that same belief that they are going to go out there and win. There was never a point last week where Louisville even felt like they were on the same field with Florida State. They felt like they were better than Florida State from the tip. And that's the way those guys carried themselves after the game because literally right after the game was over with, James Quick, Josh Harvey Clemens, they were already talking about Marshall. Right after the biggest game, arguably regular season victory in Louisville football history, and these guys want to talk about Marshall and getting ready for it. And I think that's kind of the most interesting thing is that Louisville has changed their mindset as a program. And that's why I'm very interested to see what happens tonight against Marshall at 8 o'clock on CBS Sports Network. That's not CBS, people, by the way. It's not CBS. CBS Sports Network is a cable channel, so check your local listings. But I'm very interested to see how these guys come out because I am of the belief that, you know, people worry about trap games or looking past opponents to the next opponent. I think these guys are all business, and I think they're ready to take care of it. Well, you know, and, and Marshall, even as well as a trap game, Marshall's starting quarterback is out because of the concussion protocol. So they have a true freshman starting against this defense. So even if Louisville thought this was a trap game, I think even if with the lackadaisical offensive effort, we score enough and our defense doesn't know, we're going to win regardless. At this point, it is what it is. But we all know Bobby Petrino. And we we all know how Bobby likes to keep the pedal to the metal. And there's no doubt in my mind he's going to keep the pedal to the metal. But I will say this. I believe in this game he will pull his starters faster than what he has against Charlotte and then what he's done against Florida State. So I would not be surprised if Louisville gets up to a quick 28, 35-point lead. Do you start seeing guys come out? I actually don't think so. And I think that Louisville's going to continue to come out there and do exactly what they've continued to do the last uh, the last several years, uh, you know, I, I, or the last several games, I think they're going to come out there and they're going to take care of their business. I think Louisville's going will play into the into the third quarter and a lot like we saw against Syracuse. If they get a lead, then those starters will get pulled late third quarter. You know, just like like they have been once the game was in hold. I mean, and I think that Louisville's just going to come out there. They're not going to treat this game any differently, and I think they're just going to keep continuing to play. But not only do we have that, we have a huge huge show coming up today. We have Leanne Herring, our show correspondent. She's going to be coming on with us at 6.15. We also have the newly signed to Don King, Mr. Anthony Sims Jr., coming up at 6.30 as well. And right now, we have a special caller on the line. Uh, Jay Haz, why don't you introduce this caller? Well, this caller here is uh, my big brother, Jerome Hazard. He uh, actually played at uh, Marsh University. How you doing, man? Great. I'm doing great. How are you today? Doing great. You got uh, Haven and Rashawn here, the co-host for the Main Event Sports Show. Uh, this is a big game for Marsh University. Actually, you, what goes into the atmosphere of going to a big game like Louisville tonight with playing against Marshall? 
Well, going back so many years ago, um, playing in a game like this uh, with a highly ranked team, because when we played them, they had Howard Snellenberger, so he had such a reputation of uh, winning the national championship and expectations were high. So that gives you a little bit of extra energy, and that's one of the big things is uh, trying to control that energy at first. Um, just trying to uh, make sure you got the right directions and you're communicating. Um, because I know Louisville is going to have a great atmosphere, and, and you feel it uh, as being an opposing uh, team. You, you feel it also, too, so you want to try to con- contain some of that. Now, from what I've heard about this game, I've heard that the Marshall folks, even though they lost to Akron last week, that the the fans and and the alumni and, and, you know, basically the players, everybody has been geeked up and talking about Louisville coming in for this game. They're calling this possibly the biggest home game in the history of the school. And, of course, the only other top ten school to come there, of course, was WVU a few years back. Uh, If you were going into that locker room to talk to these guys before they went out there, what would be the biggest thing that you would tell them? Biggest thing I would tell them, um, you got one chance in your life to shock something, to really shock something at this age and this point. And uh, one of the things is just go out there and have fun and and leave it all. You leave it all, all on the field right there. I like that. I like that. Well, there we go. Now, you know, I've heard all sorts of your stories from, from your brother here. Talking about how you was the, the greatest thing since sliced bread. Oh, and, no. and, and red Kool-Aid. So <laughs> let me ask you this question here. As a, as a former member of the Marshall Thundering Herd, what is it like when you come out on the field in, in West Virginia and you and everybody's in the stands going, we are Marshall. I mean, how's, how's that feel as a player to come out to, to that chant? Um, th- that is a feeling that, um, a lot of athletes have really got opportunity to do. And um, as you go back and look, that feeling just, um, I mean, it gives you that extra energy. And uh, when you hear that, and especially, you know, the history of it, um, I got to meet some of the parents uh, whose uh, sons had died on that plane crash. So um, it, it means a lot to Marshall and, and Huntington. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. And, you know, of course, everybody remembers, uh, you know, but I mean, it was such a tragic event losing, you know, every player coach, uh, you know, a lot of the alumni. I mean, just I I can't even imagine uh, what that would be like. And of course, everybody's seen the movie. We are Marshall. They kind of talked about discussed that as well. So uh, I'm sure that's quite a special uh, undertaking. And, and, you know, that what what does Marshall University mean to those fans? Uh, Like, you know, just from going around and talking to folks, what, what what is that that relationship like? Um, that relationship is um, it's, it's so um, magnetic. Uh, for example, today uh, I was um, I was in uh, I was in Kroger's and a lady had a, a Marshall shirt on and I never met her or seen her anywhere. She just turned around, turned around and said, "We are," and I said, "Marshall," <laughs> <laughs> and and Kroger's. Just turn around and stop. Now, you understand, I'm in a big Ohio State area. They just turned around and stopped and just started clapping. And wow. it was just so amazing. Here it is at 
9.15 in the morning, <laughs> Wow, uh, something like that comes out. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're actually talking to the All-American Fern Creek High School All-American Jerome Hazard and uh, a Marshall alumni as well, too. And Jerome, actually, before we let you go, you was actually uh, a Heisman candidate as a sophomore. Is that correct? Um, well, my junior year, I uh, had pretty good success my uh, freshman year. Uh, sophomore year, I was one of the captains. Junior year, had some success. Yeah, I ended up just only getting uh, four Heisman Trophy votes uh, way, way, way back then. Well, actually, you, you actually you, you played for the New York Jets as well, too. Tell us a little bit about that experience as well, too. Oh, that experience there, I got to hit somebody and they paid me. I'm just, <laughs> I'm better than that. <laughs> Well, well, Jerome, man, we want to thank you, man, for being a Rose Scholar, man, and so many things that you do. This is Jerome Hazard, my big brother, the Fern Creek's alumni, the All-American, and the Marshall alumni as well, too. Now, now hold on, Jay Hans. Before we let Jerome go, we okay. definitely have to get a, 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 prediction? a yeah, prediction on okay. the game tonight. You know, I was I was thinking I might let him off the hook, but now I, I need a prediction on the score tonight, sir. All right. Prediction on the score would be this. Um, since I was born there in Louisville, um, my father had, uh, <laughs> would have a Louisville shirt on, and and he had a Marshall hat on. So I'm gonna go just like that. I'm, I'm gonna go just like that. The prediction on the game would be this: it should be entertaining and a lot of fun. I like that. I there like you that. Go. You know what? That is like the best politically correct answer. Man, ever. you know what? Are you sure that you're Jerry's brother? <laughs> yes, he is. Way too humble. Way too humble. That's awesome. Uh-huh. Well, oh, Jerome, uh, I want to thank you, man, for taking time out of your busy schedule, man. Uh, just a shout-out a little bit about Marshall in Louisville tonight, 8 o'clock on CBN Network. And uh, the Marshall – what do you – let me ask you real quick before I let you go. Okay. What is the really – what is the atmosphere right now? What are you going through right now as a player playing a number three team in the country? Um, player right now you're going through, you are so enthused. Uh, and that um, you get an opportunity to uh, display, to figure out how good are you uh, against some of those other players that uh, Louisville has and the team, that the type of team that they got right now. So it's just such energy is going inside you right now. Well, appreciate you, big bro, man, and uh, go Thunder and Herd. <laughs> I'm going I'm to root, root for Thunder today, Marshall Thunder right. Herd. Appreciate you, Jerome, man. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule, man. Okay. All righty. Have a good have a good night, man. All right. Bro. I love you, big bro. All right. All righty. See how smooth it was. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. We got uh, Miss Leanne. Uh, let's. She's calling all the way from Oxford, Mississippi, and the old Miss Rebels. Is that correct? The Rebels got it done. The Rebels today. got it done. How you doing, lady? Doing good. How are y'all? You always fabulous. Well, thank you. <laughs> now, Leanne, I I, I know. When you got up, what, what were you thinking today? Because, of course, once again, Ole Miss, Ole Miss got off to a very, very quick start uh, today, uh, taking on the Georgia Bulldogs. Um, what did you think as the, as the guys came out there that came up? I believe they got up like 24 nothing or something, uh, and it ended up, I think, at 38 nothing uh, before Georgia finally got on the board. What were you thinking uh, watching the guys go out there? Was it that apprehension of, you know, is Georgia going to come back? What was that like today? It was definitely very nerve-wracking because we've seen Ole Miss play amazing great half, 
uh, you know, first half with Chad Kelly in the passing game and, and whatnot. So when they started, you know, just commanding the, commanding the field right on and taking lead, I was very hesitant that we were going to be able to play a full game. But I think this is the first full game that the Rebels have played all season, and they needed to do this for redemption uh, to be able to turn things around today. Man, you're talking about redemption. You guys are firing on all cylinders. Now, from all the stats I've seen, uh, Chad Kelly, he, you know, in the, past, the first two games of the season, he kind of disappeared in the third quarter. The third quarter seems to be his little bugaboo. But this game, he came out. He was still accurate. No turnovers. The running game was on point. And like you said, this was actually the first complete game to destroy the uh, University of Georgia Bulldogs there. So uh, what's next up for Mississippi? Oh, Miss, rather. I think it's going to be, if the boys keep playing like this, if the Rebels keep playing like this, I, they definitely are out of the playoff mix because if you, if you looked at 1325, I've never seen so many 3-0 and teams uh, this season. I think for the Rebels, but I think it, it will put them in contention. The SEC, if not, to be able to change some storylines to the SEC for other teams in the playoffs. Yeah, and that's the good thing about being in the SEC, especially in the SEC West, because you have, um, you know, so many opportunities. So, you you know, the fact that people kind of go back and look at the fact that they blew the lead versus FSU, they blew the lead uh, versus Alabama last week, which I think that they should have won that game uh, last week. But, you know, th- there's still always opportunity. You have number 12 Bulldogs that you guys took advantage of that um, and, and have an opportunity to still upset the apple cart, upset some teams, and, and make a little noise. So that's got to be a bit of redemption, right? Definitely has uh, to be a, a huge redemption, not only for um, the Ole Miss Rebels, but for Coach Freeze. And, by, like I said, by moving forward and them showing that they're this very complete team and they have the ability, like you said, we saw Chad Kelly not be his typical Jekyll and Hyde. We saw a very young offense be explosive and fire and command, but most of all balance their offense and produce a run game, which made the difference this game. And hopefully they will continue to do this and make changes and do something good and hopefully come out on top. Now, Leanne, I do have a question for you, just kind of on the, you know, the grander, the bigger scope of the SEC. Um, we have seen kind of, I guess, um, inconsistent play across the league. Uh, you know, LSU had their issues losing to Wisconsin earlier this year. Of course, Auburn lost at home uh, to uh, Clemson uh, the first week of the season. We've seen uh, Alabama play kind of up and down. What is the, stat- the status of the SEC? It does seem like the, the conference as a whole uh, may be slightly down this year. I could, I agree with that. I think that the consistent play with, uh, early on with some of the teams, I think that it was a little bit over with the Tennessee and some, and you know, today Florida and Tennessee plays, that's going to be a big key matchup. It's going to change SEC things in the West. With the SEC this season, there's a lot of regrouping and a lot of young players that are having to step up in big roles quickly. And this has definitely caused a big shift in what you typically see year to year in the SEC. There's a lot of young talent, but also inexperienced talent. And that has a lot to do this season with teams not necessarily being the typical SEC powerhouses on the West and on the Eastern side of the conference. Oh, wow. That's a good analysis. Now, I have another question for you because, you know, playing right now, the game just really started LSU and Auburn playing right now. Now, from everything I've read, those two coaches, uh, Les Miles of LSU, Miles Zahn of Auburn, may actually be on, on a little hot seat there. 
What's your take on that? I'm glad you brought that up because that is going to be one of the matchups. I really think after these two teams, as many tries as both of these coaches had to lead these programs in the typical direction, that dynasty prestige in the SEC that LSU is known for and Auburn has been known for, is going to be a hot seat match. Whichever one of these teams loses today, this coach is going to be on the hot seat. I don't see LSU keeping less miles or miles on. I think they'll finish out the year, but I don't think that they will renew contracts depending who loses today. I think this is a hot seat situation. Oh, wow. So this is like winning your end, losing, you go home. So it's like those old wrestling matches with a lose has lose town match. <laughs> exactly. That's hilarious. Now, Leanne, I'm going to put you on the hot seat yourself. Who is the second best team in the SEC? Because I think Alabama's pretty much established themselves that they are, at least for this week, the best team in the SEC. Who's the second best team? Well, that's a very tough one. Like I said, the East and the West, We the West has always been commanding the SEC. That's a very difficult part of the conference. But there's a lot of dark horse situations in the East that are going to upset and I'm thinking it's between, believe it or not, Texas A&M or a UGA that could come back even with a, with a one-loss team. So those are kind of my dark horses that I think could be the, possibly the untypical second-best team in the SEC. So, so let me ask you, of course, Arkansas is taking on Texas A&M uh, at College Station tonight. Um, if Arkansas finds a way to win, if Brett Bielema finally gets over that hump, and gets it done and gets Arkansas kind of back into the uh, limelight that Bobby Petrino had those guys at a couple years ago. Does Arkansas now become the second-best team in the league considering they'll be undefeated before or no? I would have to agree that Arkansas would be up there wow. as that team. But I think with with Texas a and they've had a – even though they've had a 3-0 start, if they come to play like the Inc. You know, like the Texas A&M Aggies that they are, the true fights that they are, I think that if they do upset Arkansas uh, this evening, then, um, then, then Texas A&M is the number two team. But it's a 50-50 with either one of these. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you. I think the SEC is as wide open this year, even with I mean, Alabama, in, in my personal opinion, Leanne, I mean, I, I know Alabama has won their games. I know they came back against Ole Miss, but they don't look like the classic Alabama either. I think there's still a lot of question marks with a lot of these teams at the top. So, I mean, it is definitely a wide open conference right now, uh, depending upon what LSU and Alabama do, um, as well as Texas A&M. I think there's still a lot that's unsettled. So, what is the um, you know status quo right now may not still be in November. Now, let me ask you about college football as a whole. From what you've seen with Louisville with their hot start, Florida State came back and was very strong versus uh, South Florida today. Um, we, we see Wisconsin play pretty well, blow out Michigan State. Um, who do you think the best teams are overall in college football right now? Well, what I like about this season in particular, when you look just at the – 1 through 25, it couldn't be more diverse from every conference that you could possibly want. Right. And I think that that's going to heat things up down the road. I mean, you have teams like Houston, like Louisville, you know, not typical powerhouses that are, you know, that are shaking things up and mixing things up. I, re- I think that teams like Clemson, Houston, Louisville, those are the teams to talk about. You have Bama, Ohio State, those are expected. 
but it's good to see some of these teams like Louisville, Clemson, Houston uh, becoming powerhouses. So I think over and there's so many three and O's. It's going to be very tough. I think I had I'd marked that there's 18 teams as of the current rankings right now in the top 25 that are yeah. three and O. And it's going to be very difficult to shake things up when you are one or even probably two loss team. I, it's going to be very difficult, I think, for a two loss team to get into that playoff scheme down the road. Oh, wow. Now, I do have one question for you. We're taking it back to the SEC. I'm going away from National College Football back to the SEC. Now, if this was a um, – if the SEC was NFL, this game would be to see who's going to get the number one draft pick in next year's draft. <laughs> and I'm talking about UK, University of Kentucky going against South Carolina for – Either the worst team in the SEC or the second worst team in the SEC. I was going to ask you, what trophy are they playing for? Well, see, it's up to Vanderbilt and WKU. <laughs> see, that's, you know, it's, it's, it's like a three way battle for worst team in the SEC, but two of the worst teams are actually playing each other today. So, do you have a prediction for the UK South Carolina match for our all our listeners here? I have to say that being loyal, I'm gonna go with the U- that UK Stoops has to come up with a win today. I think that it's going to be something for them, so I'm gonna go with UK. I agree with that. I like that pick because you know what? I don't, Leanne. I personally, and you know, I, I despise that blue as much as any red-blooded Cardinal fan can. But I think Kentucky has talent. I think that that Boom Williams is one of the better running backs in the SEC. I think Kentucky has talent at receiver. But for some reason, Stoops is just seems like he's not been able to get these kids to uh, focus in. I mean, uh, is there anything that you think? Do you think that? If he does, let's say he does lose this game. I know he has a $12 million buyout. Is he done this year if he does not turn around? If they win, like, say, only two or three games, do you think Mark Stoops is done even with that buyout? I think that if he if he, he doesn't have to win out the season to hold his job. I yeah. think if he wins a couple more games, they'll give him another year, another shot, considering the fact that U.K. program um, has built its football. We all know that U.K. is not known for football programs and everything. Stoops really came in there, changed things around, changed the stereotypical dynamic of what U.K. football is. I think he'll keep his job if he wins a few games, showing that, hey, he's turned around. But I think it would only be for another year. I don't think that they would give him another year or an extension on that contract if uh, he were to uh, not win a few games. Awesome, awesome. And you are once again listening to the Main Event Sports Show, Leanne Herring, com, coming in strong in the SEC. Read everything she's right. It's like pure gold. I'm telling you. Yes, outstanding. Leanne, we definitely appreciate your time. We're going to keep track on this SEC uh, race and the college football race overall. So we're definitely going to be back with you so we can get our updates. Um, I'm watching this uh, Tennessee-Florida game. Florida looked like they had it in hand earlier, uh, but Joshua Dobbs and, and company are trying to make yeah, a push comeback. Pops are coming back. So and, that, and that game's always real interesting because most people will tell you that they either despise Florida or despise Tennessee. So it's the two teams, probably the two best despised teams in the SEC that are going head at that are ranked and could also, like I said, shake up things in the playoff picture if they continue on the path that they're going on. There it is. I appreciate it. Hey, Leanne, we'll talk to you again soon. Appreciate everything today. All right, and I'm really rooting for I'm really hoping that they, that they shake things up. So it'll be good to see how things go, and I look forward 
being on the show too. Awesome. Thank you. Appreciate it. Leanne Herring, HottyTotty.com. Going hard. I'm telling you, read what she writes. Hey, I'm telling you. Powerful. She, hey, one of the best in the business. And uh, let's go ahead and hit our first break of the day. When we come back, we hope to be joined by Anthony Sims Jr., the new signee of the, Don King Promotion. Wow. We got to talk about that and much, much more. You are listening to the main event sports show, 104.7 WLOU, the new home of the Tom Joyner Morning Show. And we'll be back. Hello, folks. It's Steve Mugg with Montgomery Chevrolet. It's that time. Sale, clearance, savings, all words we're accustomed to at Montgomery Chevrolet. Come on out to 5325 Preston Highway, where we have vehicles starting as low as $1,000, payments starting as low as $99 per month. Yes, you can buy a brand-new Chevrolet Cruze for $99 per month with zero money down. Now is the time to come and sign and drive for your brand-new vehicle. Come out, ask for Steve, or call me directly at 502 502- 968-6111. The dealership where promises made or promises kept. As your State Farm agent, I'm going to do something I've never done on radio before. What's that? I'm going to help you with a car loan. State Farm can do that? Well, that means I can do anything on the radio. Like take on a zombie apocalypse with a steamroller. Oh, no. Coming through. Look, I'm not just saying State Farm helps your life go right with car loans because I can say anything on the radio. Pardon me. I'm saying we have car loans because State Farm Bank does indeed offer car loans. Backing up, sir, zombie, uh, if you don't mind. State Farm, here to help life go right. Call an agent today. We're back with your number one sports show, Main Event. Your host, Haven Harrington, Rashawn Myers. And uh, it's been a great half an hour so far, Rashawn and Haven. Man, very fast half an hour. I mean, we used to have so much more to talk about, so many things to break down, like Central's big win on alumni, uh, alumni night yesterday. Just huge stuff. But you know what's bigger than that? What's bigger than that is what's coming up next. On the phone, as promised, we have the great one himself, Anthony Sims Jr., the newest signee to Don King Promotions. Anthony, how you doing? Doing great, man. How you doing? Doing well, doing well, Anthony. So, of course, uh, we, we saw the, the post. Uh, you know, of course, we follow you on, on Facebook and things, and we saw the post that you had signed, uh, had your picture taken with Don King. Just kind of talk about how this whole thing came together uh, and, and you ultimately signed with Mr. King. Oh. Word got out that I could possibly be the next Ali lookalike um, and, you know, take the same route, not as far as my boxing, but what I do outside the ring because I own boxing gyms and you know, things for the youth. So um, he found interest in that, and we got in contact with each other. We came out there. We came to an agreement. We made some compromises. They got me a boxing contract, and now we're here. That's what's up. That's what's up, and and just awesome. I mean, when you consider some of the names of some of the guys that Don King has represented, uh, you know, to kind of fall in line with Ali uh, and Mike Tyson and, and some of the greatest to ever fight, what does that mean to fight under that promotion? I mean, that is a huge, huge banner. I can't even explain uh, how it feels. Uh, it's a God-given opportunity. And uh, there's no pressure at all. I don't feel no weight on my shoulders because, you know, the guys that came before me, it's just more reason to try to do my best. And, uh, I, I really can't explain how it feels. <laughs> and it means a lot of, at a loss for words, hey, but that's okay, that's okay. So just to ask you a quick question. So, like, for those out there who are listening that may not be familiar with the uh, the boxing world, what does it mean 
to sign with like one of the largest boxing promoters in the game. Like, what does this do for your career being signed with a Don King? Oh, well, with me signing with Don King, I'm signing with a major promotion. Uh, gives me a direct way to get a title shot, uh, be ranked, you know, in the world, and um, major, major exposure. You know, I, I was doing all right, 12 and 0, 11 knockouts by myself, but now I need a major promoter to catapult me to the, the big leagues. And I and I hope and, and people that don't know, I, I was of course up in Indianapolis for the Black Expo, and they have a lot of events going on. One of those being a celebrity basketball game. People don't know Anthony Sims can play a little <laughs> basketball. <laughs> hey, and, and, and let me tell you something, man. This guy's knocking down jump shots, throwing no look passes. You got a little basketball game. You play basketball in high school or something? And, you know. Yeah, man, I played basketball, and then uh, <laughs> at the at the choose, you know, doing layups won't pay my bills in college. You know, knocking fools out with so. Hey, all around athlete. I mean, he's out there with you know with with, with NBA players, dropping NBA threes, players, dropping dimes and threes and everything. Yeah, I, I, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna say no names, but I did cross somebody these papers. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, I'm telling you, it was impressive. I was my, my jaw dropped to the floor. I, I watched Andy for, for about 15 minutes, 15 20 minutes, something. I was like, okay, I got to answer. I was gonna ask you about that next time we had you on the air. So <laughs> let, <laughs> let me ask you. So what is next? Uh, for Anthony Sims, well, when do you have your next fight coming up? Is there a plan in place, or are you basically playing it by ear? Uh, no, everything's already planned out, mapped out. I can't give you guys all the details because I ruined the fun. But uh, I do have fights uh, next month and the month after that. There um, it is. Yeah, with Don King, there's a fight. Uh, Bermuda Fern, he's fighting a Russian guy. I could possibly be on that undercard. There's another fight going on. Um, uh, I think it'll be an overseas fight. But right now it's just to build me up, you know, get me harder and tougher opponents and get me to the point where I'm able to go for a title shot. Now, let me ask you, I know that you uh, you know, are one of the hardest workers in terms of training and getting ready. Is there anything, um, you know, because when I've watched you fight, you go in there, you take care of your business, usually in pretty quick work. Are there anything that you're really trying to work on, strengthen, add to your game, or something that you need to do uh, as you feel to take that next step uh, in your boxing career? Um, I can always get better, always get faster, always get sharper. But my thing is to keep the mentality, make keep the mentality of a, a dog. You know, I don't go in to win the fight. I don't go in to outpoint you. I go in to hurt you. So every time I train, I train to break something a little more, bust something a little more, and tear something a little more. So that's basically my game plan. I be fighting. That's how I train. And you're fighting in the light heavyweight division, correct? Yes, light heavyweight division. All right, good deal. Now, now, since you signed, there has been any discussion about you changing weight class, moving up or down, or anything of that nature? You said since I what, sir? I said since you signed with the Don King, there has there been any discussions about you maybe changing your weight class? Oh, no, no, no. Uh, not at all. Uh, I, I fought you know, all the top fighters from Marcus Brown to, I mean, any of the other top light heavyweights in this, in this uh, country at this weight. And I, I, I mastered the weight at 17 years old. I mean, I'm still big trials at this weight. So now, I'm, you know, I'm 21 years old, and I'm coming into my man's strength at this weight. So this is the weight they want me at. And they're trying to take me the same route, you know, holding to light heavyweight, and then eventually moving on cruiserweight, heavyweight. There we go. I like the way you said that man strength. Let me tell you something. This young man has some of the heaviest hands that I've seen. Man hands. In the division. Yeah, he's got that old man strength. I appreciate it. Thank you. I, I, got, I got a long way to go, man. But, uh, you know, we're taking it day by day. You know, letting that hair grow on my chest and on my face get that grown man strength. 
That's yeah, it. That's it. That's it. Now, now, let me ask you, because you are absolutely an entrepreneur. You do so much in the community and so much out in the public. I did not realize exactly how much you did for the community until I came up to Indianapolis. Just kind of talk about some of these initiatives and some of the great things you're doing around the community there up there in Indy. Oh, well, uh, I opened up a boxing gym two years ago. Uh, I gave the kids the opportunity not just to box, but to travel, you know, travel the country make relationships and do things that I got the chance to do, which made me, you know, successful in life. Um, <clears throat> I'm currently expanding my boxing gym, and uh, we're adding a basketball program, volleyball program, after-school tutoring program uh, for the youth. And um, I'm just, I'm giving, I'm giving back before I get it. The most athletes, it sounds, it sounds bad, but they wait until they make it or until they're broke to try to, you know, invest in something to get their name back, you know, in the spotlight. I don't, you know, I don't, I'm a professional athlete. I'm not making millions, but I'm out here giving. I'm giving the children, trying to give them millions. <laughs> so I'm giving back everything I can. You know, my time, my heart, my soul, my words. You know, not just donating money, but giving them a piece of me. Definitely, definitely. And once again, you are listening to the Main Event Sports Show. Rashawn Haven and Jay has being joined on the phone by the next future star of boxing, Mr. Anthony Sims Jr. Uh, Anthony, uh, do you have, you know, I don't know if you have any fundraisers or a name of a charity that you want to give out, you know, something that, that you are passionate about or, or your own personal. Can anybody get out there and maybe follow along with what you are doing if they want to get involved? Uh, yes, they can contact me on um, my Facebook page, Anthony Sims Jr., and uh, we can, uh, you know, we can link up, hang out. Uh, I go and visit. Uh, What's it called? St. Vincent's Children Hospital. I couldn't get it out. I go and visit them uh, every other month. You guys can come up there with me, donate toys, spend time with the kids. They'll do family raises with me, and my kids, and we can go from there. <clears throat> Awesome, awesome. Well, I tell you what, Anthony, right. I definitely appreciate the time. I cannot wait until you get that date and that time. Of course, the main event sports show wants to continue Thank to support you. you and your career. You're doing big things, and, man, I'm proud of you because you're doing it the right way. Hey, only in America. There it is. <laughs> That's there right, only is. in America. You know what? And I just want to say this before I let you go, Anthony, man. The next time you have any fundraisers or any activities up in Naptown that you want us to drive up there for, give us a call. We will be there on the spot. Absolutely. I need to come out to Louisville, actually. There it is. There even it is. better. I like that. That's even better. Well, so Anthony man. Sims, appreciate the time, sir. We'll be back with you definitely talking about uh, what's coming up for you soon. All right, no doubt. Thank you. All right, thank you. Anthony Sims, Jr. I mean, if you guys have went to all the future promotion fights that we talk about all the time, these are the type of stars, the type of talent, that comes into this city on a regular basis. That's why I say, man, if you like boxing, if you want to see that next generation of superstars before they get to be superstars, where you can still hang out after the fight, talk, mingle, network, and things of that nature, you have to start coming to all the fights that we have at Future Promotions because that's Mike Seals now has, has gotten signed by Major Promotion, has fought on national television. Anthony Sims Jr. I mean, there's like the list goes on and on and on of talented young fighters that we've had the pleasure to cover, to interact with, and to support. I couldn't have said it better myself. You know what? Since I said it so well, let's do a quick commercial break here. Let's pay some bills because Lord knows we got bills we got to pay. There it is. And when we come back, we have uh, one of Louisville's finest we talk talking about the next generation of fighters. we got the next generation of MCs right here next to me. 
And I'm going to introduce him when we come back on the Main Event Sports Show, 104.7 FM, the new home of the Times Radio Morning Show. Where's your Jergens? My lotion? Here in the shower where it belongs. Wait, in the shower? Yeah, Mom. I use wet skin moisturizer from Jergens. It instantly locks in moisture from my shower, so my skin stays soft and luminous all day without that sticky lotion feel. Moisture without that heavy feel? <laughs> Can I borrow your Jergens wet skin moisturizer? And who said Mom always knows best? <laughs> You're more than just a pretty face. Jergens. Hello, folks. It's Steve Mugg with Montgomery Chevrolet. It's that time. Sale, clearance, savings, all words we're accustomed to at Montgomery Chevrolet. Come on out to 5325 Preston Highway, where we have vehicles starting as low as $1,000, payments starting as low as $99 per month. Yes, you can buy a brand new Chevrolet Cruze for $99 per month with zero money down. Now is the time to come and sign and drive for your brand new vehicle. Come out, ask for Steve, or call me directly at 502 502- 968-6111. The dealership where promises made or promises kept. We're back with your main event sports show. Your host, Haven Harrington and Rashawn Myers. is a little bit of old school fat boys in the house, Have. Yeah, I thought that was the fat boys. Yeah. Or as it used to be known as the Disco 3 back when we know in the early <laughs> 80s. <laughs> before they came to fat boys in the mid-80s. <laughs> but you're an old school cat back in the day. Hey. Plumber Game, man, that's your style, right? Man, hey, man, all day, every day, man. That's East Coast. Me. Man, shell toes. What, what you know about that? Whoop, tang, clang. Whoop, tang. Whoop. <laughs> Hey, that's me all the time, even now, even now, because old Dre loved the children. Man, I tell you what, man, it's it's been a great week, a great weekend. Haven, you guys been covering a lot of uh, college and high school sports, and uh, we have. Before you get that, talk about high school sports. Before I introduce our the the guest, the 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 main event of, of of the night ceremonies. But before I get that far, I'll be remiss if I didn't talk about last night. We had our second high school hype game day edition from live from Central High School for alumni night. And, man, did Central show up and show out. But we got to meet the oldest Central alumni last night. She's 103 years old and did the coin toss for the game. It was Central High School against the Wagner Wildcats. And for those who don't know, Wagner probably has the most electrifying High school athlete in the state of Kentucky on their team, Mr. Brents. Wow. The man is a phenomenal athlete, and Central shut him down. Wow. Yeah, Jarris Brents uh, came into the uh, game. He's only in the – he's a 2018 kid. He's in the junior class. Um, He is – Considered to be pound for pound the best player in the state of Kentucky. Um, Central had a great game plan. They kept the ball away from him. Jarius only touched the ball once in the first half, wow. and that was on a punt, uh, on a kickoff. It was the only time he touched it. Um, I did have some issues with the way Wagner went at that attack. Uh, to me, if you're the Wagner Wildcats, you have to make sure. They have two four-star athletes on that team, mm. um, Taj Rice being the other guy. If you have athletes like that, you have to make sure that your guy gets his touches. And I don't think Brent's got nearly enough touches. Central's over. 
overall athleticism and speed and quickness this is too much uh, for him. was too much uh, for Wagner. It was a great game. Corey Johnson Jr. got it done for Central uh, High School. For, for Central, there was a true freshman wide receiver number twenty-two. I got to get the young man's name. That was excellent as well. Two uh, touchdowns. Two touchdowns in the game. Uh, it was a amazing experience. The crowd. It was absolutely packed. Yeah, out there, it was unbelievable. The atmosphere, the environment. Um, you know, we got to connect with a lot of folks out there. Uh, you know, it was just a great time all night long and a great game. I was glad to see Central get it. Get it done. You know, it's not only a great game, but we got to talk to uh, the principal, Dr. Green, a, a Central alumnus himself. And, you know, Central's in good hands. And for those out there listening as Central alumni, I, I can say this Central is in good hands. Go back. Support Dr. Green. Support Central High School. They're going places. They're doing big things. And the Many Friends Sports Show is so happy and, and so proud to be a part of the greatness that is Central High School. Hey, and not only did we talk to Dr. Green, we talked to the athletic director over there. Uh, he seemed very motivated and excited about what been, what's been going on. Uh, you know, with Central, we got to talk to uh, former UFL great Lancaster Gordon. Uh, he was out there breaking things down. A ton of the local uh, Pop Warner Football League coaches was out there. It was a very interesting crowd. Rich Wilson was on the uh, show Rich with Rich Wilson came on the show and talked about his time at Central, the fact that he's a two-time back-to-back state champ. Uh, we got to talk to Tony Williams. Uh, now now the current uh, coach over there at DOS uh, and Victor what Cole. he's doing. Victor Cole uh, came through. We got to talk to him. It was an amazing, ama- amazing atmosphere, a great game. And if you have not been to Central High School Stadium, it is one of the best facilities to watch a football game in the city, period. Hands down. Period. Hands down. And you know what? if you want to hear everything we're talking about, go to MainEventSports101.com and you can listen to the podcast about High School Hype. Segment. It's all right there. It's like about an hour long, but it's great interviews. We break down the game, give you a, uh, you can tell you hear the principal, you hear the athletic director, you hear everybody that we have talked to is, is on that podcast. You know, we even have some Pop Warner kids on there talking about their predictions of the game. Breaking it down. Breaking everybody it down. was breaking it down to the primary compound. And not only that, if you can't get on the website, make sure you go download the app. Just go search keyword main event sports, three words on the iPhone app or Google Play Store. Check that out. Everything main event sports. Uh, plus, we got a shout out. Got had Lady D out there. Miss Andrea was out there taking photos for us last night. The period so, uh, went full effect. Yeah, it, it was it was an amazing, amazing night. So just appreciate everybody who has something to do with it. And that. if you go out there and, and you see the dancers and the majorettes, thank our sponsor for how beautiful they look. Lavish hair boutique. Lavish life hair boutique. Thank you. Yeah, Lavish yeah, life hair boutique. Because she's the one that outfit them. Melinda, shout out to you. Melinda Dixon held them down with the beautiful. Brazilian and Peruvian hair. <laughs> Only place to get. She was in Jefferson Mall right across from Claire's Boutique. But you know what, Rashawn? When you say you break it down to the very last compound, he said that sounds a little rational. But my man Felipe over here talking about breaking it down. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Louisville's newest up-and-coming MC. Tell, tell us a little about yourself, your style, and all that good stuff. All right, man, a little bit about our style, man. Uh, my name is Rilo Felipe, one-third of the three-headed monster, Brimlow. I'm actually in a group, man. My brother and my uh, cousin, they couldn't make it today. They're working there on their grind. Uh, basically, man, what we do is uh, we're trying to take a turn for the for the positive, man. Uh, I know it's a lot of rap music out here right now that's, uh, that's, that's promoting the wrong things, is what I'll say. So we're trying to, the way we're trying to go at it, man, is... Uh, 
we want to make it have style still, you know. We want to have the trap style still, but we want to we want to put that message in there that 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 you don't have to go to the negative routes, you know, in order to obtain the things that you want in life. Oh man, it sounds like he's on some old, old dead press from RBG, <laughs> revolutionary, revolutionary but gangster type of sound. I like that. Okay, now let me ask you a question: Do you auto tune? I mean, uh, yes or no? Yes, no question. I, I use I use whatever I need to use, man. Uh, I look at it like art, man. Uh, you know, like it's a bunch of different things that I do, man. Sometimes if I feel like the the, the sound might cause for a little auto tune, I might throw a little auto tune on there. But I'm not a, I'm not a type of guy who's just t pain with it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, you know what? As long as we're not team pain right with every song you auto tune in, you good to go. Now, do you I sing like t pain though? Shout out to T Pain. Shout out to T Pain, Tallahassee's finest. You know, I got a chance to meet T Pain a couple of times. That's where my my mom and sister are from is Tallahassee. So she actually went to, oddly enough, she went to high school. Both T Pain and uh, Dead Press. I went to Rickards High School in Tallahassee, Florida. That sounds. I see a little music history for you. There it is. I like that. There you go. See what's up. Ghost Town DJs went to FAMU. Tallahassee not only has football teams that get embarrassed on the football field, but they got some rappers from down there too. It's nice. <laughs> oh, that's kind of that's kind of that's, that's kind of low that's there. That's kind of low. But you know what? <laughs> I will say this. You know, it's, since we're talking about a little a quick divergence to the, the Florida A&M University, I want to give a big ups to FAMU, Florida A&M March 100, the greatest band in the land. is featured at brand new African American Heritage Museum that just opened today in D.C. Very nice. I like that. The there it is. Up. March 100. That's right. And, uh, and also shout out to, uh, to K-State. Got it done. The Circle City Classic. Beat Central State 17-10 in overtime. There you go. What's up? But now back to our, our regularly scheduled program. Felipe. So, uh, what up, though? So let me ask you a question, man. So you got, I heard you, you work on your first album. That's right. It's about to be released. Everybody's excited. Is there a date when, when the listeners can be like, oh, I have to go get it? Right now, we don't have a set date, but what we do have is a title, and it's titled $3 in a Dream. So, now, what's the significance of that title? That's my question. Yeah, I got to know. What's the significance of that title? Okay, man. So, uh, $3 in a Dream, man, uh, obviously, we're inspired by J. Cole. You know, shout out my man, Cole World. Uh, But it's three members in our group, you know, and we all contribute, man. We're three grown men. We all come from bad neighborhoods, like I said, and uh, we're looking to do something positive. So uh, we are contributing is what that means, you know. Okay. Okay. That's what's up. That's what's up. Now, now let me ask you, uh, with everything, you know, kind of, it's been crazy around the city over the last several months, man. These, these oh, youngins have been out here just, just wilding out. It seemed like every weekend something's going on. There was actually a fight at the Central game last night. Um, you know, what, 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 as an MC, what do you feel you can do to maybe inspire the youth to kind of calm it down, make a change, make a turn? Do you feel that kind of weight to be some, you know, be that, that positive kind of beacon for these young folks? Oh, absolutely, man. I talk to them all the time. Like, I, I, I wish I could talk to them more in a mass, you know, like, uh, by the way, we do do public speaking, uh, you know, we, we, we do it at schools, we do it at uh, churches, um, if you if you need to, uh, us on a concert, man, we do public speaking, man, we don't like to just come and do our shows, but we like to definitely touch on the important topics that need to be touched on, you know, like uh, lives matter, I feel like the, uh, I feel like these days, um, the the value of life is is not very high right now in, in, in the mindset of the youngins. You know, 
Mm-hmm. So so I, I like to be that kind of guy, man, to come through. I've experienced, I lost people, you know, so that's not a good feeling, you know. That's what's up. Well, so if somebody up. wants to contact you, how do, how do you get a chance to contact you? Uh, they can contact us from um, Instagram. We have social medias, man, uh, Facebook. We got uh, Brimlow on Instagram, B-R-I-M-L-O dot music, music spelled M-U-Z-I-K. You can hit us up on Facebook, Brimlow, B-R-I-M-L-O. Or you can just simply Google us, B-R-I-M-L-O. Uh, my, my, my direct contact, you can hit me up if you need any public speaking, anything done. You know, you want to book us for a show or anything, uh, you can hit me up at my number. It's 812-558-1902. Okay. All right. Appreciate you, man, for hanging that out is. with the, with the main event sports show. Now, now, is there anywhere we can go out and get any samples of you guys? Have you dropped any singles or as of yet or anywhere we can check out any of the music? Absolutely, man. Uh, you can go on YouTube, man. Uh, we got We got singles on YouTube. We got SoundClouds. Um, oh, SoundCloud! If you wanna, if you wanna get in contact with us, how you wanna look us up, man? I, I would advise uh, if you like visuals with your, uh, with your, with your audio, to go check out our YouTube. That's Brimlow, B R I M L O. I think y'all enjoy it. Okay, that is, that is. Real quick, that. we're gonna take one, one, one small break. We're gonna come back. We're gonna wrap it up. And talk about. Your prediction, Rashawn Haven, about the game tonight's game. Oh, it's going to be a tough one. And and Oxy, next weekend, uh oh, college game day. Uh oh, main event. Be right back. Identifying. Let's go. Let's go. Every once in a great while, there's a seismic shift in the world of entertainment. A moment where talent, technology, and innovation combine to change the game forever. You're about to witness unrivaled turntablism, knowledge, and sheer passion. Hey, Louisville, get around downtown on the Zero Emissions, Zero Fare, all-electric Zero Bus. A great way to get to your favorite lunch spot with friends, downtown events, without the hassle of parking, or simply do some sightseeing. Feeling adventurous or want to check out downtown Louisville's nightlife scene? Then leave the driving to us and let your inner explorer run wild during the Republic Bank's First Friday Hop or the Frankfurt Avenue Trolley Hop to check out some of Louisville's hottest attractions and hidden gems. For more information, visit firstfridayhop.com or fatfridayhop.org for details. Have a smartphone? Then download the Zero Bus app to make your trip easier with real-time arrivals for each stop, an interactive map, and over 100 destination links. For more information, give us a call at 585-1234 or visit us online at ridetark.org. Zero Bus, all electric, all free, all downtown. We're back with your number one sports show main event, and I am Jay Hass, producer of the main event sports, host Haven Harris, Rashawn Myers. And next Saturday, Rashawn will bring out the turntables. You going to bust out the turntable? That's turn what table. I'm talking about. What? I'm bust out the turntable. What? That's what's up. The ones and twos. I'm going to put you in the mix for a little bit, just for, just for a couple minutes. Uh, a little Jay Hass on the ones and twos. A little Shaolin Fantastic. Well, before I did this. Spinning. Yeah, DJing. A little Shaolin Fantastic. Look at you. You know what? <laughs> I, I tell you what, man. I tell you what. You break out the ones and twos. I am. I'll break out the cardboard. Are you going to get the partner? You going to break down? I, I know you used to have a partner here, didn't you? They had a J curl. I'll break out the <laughs> cardboard and I'll spin. Okay. I will practice my windmill. I'll give you a two minute. I, I give you a two minute <laughs> mini mix. Jay has mini mix. Two minutes of it. There it next is. Saturday on Magnus Sport. Make it to Saturday after next. Saturday after next? Next Saturday after next. Because next Saturday, college game day. We're coming live from Clemson. Wow. Live from South Carolina, it's going down the main event sports show. 
Live from Clemson, the Paul, South Carolina. The Paw Prince, Clemson, South Carolina. The Paw Prince leading you all the way up into the stadium uh, out there in Death Valley. I cannot wait. I have not been back to South Carolina in a while, so I'm very excited about that. But got business but. to take care of tonight, gentlemen. L heading on the road, thundering herd, as Jay has his esteemed brother Jerome talked about earlier. I got a little about 40. The cards in the herd, what you got, Hey, And who's your MVP? Louisville, name your scores. Uh, I mean, literally, I mean, literally. Uh, Marshall got beat no by Akron. Game, no, no trap game? No trap game? No, no, no trap game. Marshall got beat by Akron 65. It's like 20 something. Their starting quarterback is out with a concussion. Louisville can literally name their. Matter of fact, you can put Cal Bowling can start, and I would still say Louisville can name their score. You're very confident about that. I'm very confident, yes. Because defense wins championships, and we have that defense. That's what's up. So, I mean, literally, Louisville, name your score. At this point, it's going to be Louisville, name your score, 50, 60, whatever. Louisville can score as many points as they want to score. I say uh, UofL, 63. I'd say Thundering Herd, 14. I think that uh, they're going to try to run their tempo. They're going to try to get up and down a lot like the Syracuse game. But, unfortunately, they don't have as much talent as what Syracuse has. Uh, and I think it's going to be a long day for the Herd. But it's definitely a good tune-up getting ready for game day next week. There will not be any type of letdown. These young men are on a mission right now. They understand what's at stake. And I think they're ready for it. Lamar Jackson's going to have a great night. Uh, but I do think that Brandon Radcliffe's going to run for 200 yards tonight. I said, and the Motor Works of Special Ed are on a mission. They are. They really are. It's, it's, it's real. And like they say, the revolution will be televised. That's right. But you know what? My man over here, Brimlow. 